This is the Assam Gold Channel of All India Radio. In the program News Analysis, we now bring you a discussion on significance of Prime Minister's visit to Sri Lanka. The participants are Shashi Ubantripathi, former diplomat, and Simran Sodhi, journalist. The Prime Minister today landed in Sri Lanka early in the morning after his visit to the Maldives yesterday. The Prime Minister was received at the airport by the Sri Lankan Prime Minister and one of the first stops that the Prime Minister made in Sri Lanka today was at one of the places where the recent horrific terror attacks which is today known as the Easter terror attacks took place and the Prime Minister also expressed his solidarity with Sri Lanka in the fight against terrorism. Ambassador Tripathi, when you see this visit of the Prime Minister to Sri Lanka and this is a strong statement the PM has made he has reiterated India's support to Sri Lanka against the fight against terrorism. How do you see this visit? One, that the fact that the PM has reiterated that India will stand with Sri Lanka against terror. Also, the fact that terror today seems to be a common factor or a common problem for almost everybody in the South Asian region. Absolutely, Simran. This visit of our Prime Minister is very significant. First of all, it comes immediately after his taking over as Prime Minister of India in his second term. Immediately after that, the first visit abroad he has paid is to Maldives and to Sri Lanka. So I would say there are two points that we need to emphasize. One, that this visit is symbolic and the symbolism should not be lost. And the second one is that he has announced a policy of neighborhood first. And in his first term also, he showed that he meant what he said. Once again, he is putting that policy into practice by visiting the neighborhood countries, two important countries, two small islands, but very strategic islands and, and important for us. So he is now translating his slogan of neighborhood first into action. Ambassador Tripathi, yesterday when the Prime Minister addressed the Maldivian Parliament, the Prime Minister clearly said that terror is not confined to territory. It's unfortunate that people still demarcate between good and bad terrorism. And today in Sri Lanka, the Prime Minister once again reiterated India's support to Sri Lanka and said that I'm confident Sri Lanka will rise again. Cowardly acts of terror cannot defeat the spirit of Sri Lanka. India stands in solidarity with the people of Sri Lanka. There is this common thread that one is seeing and the Prime Minister is making this pitch in Maldives and now in Sri Lanka. How do you see the new Indian government and the second term of the Prime Minister taking this issue head on and dealing with it in a more, in a stronger fashion? As the Prime Minister said, today terrorism is not just confined to one region or country. Today it is a major challenge which is being faced by the entire world. You show me one country which has been immune to terrorism of one kind or another. In our area, especially in South Asia, we have been fighting, and especially India, we have been at the forefront of our fight against terrorism. We have taken it to the United Nations, we have discussed it in world forums, and we have met with considerable success. You know, recently when Masood Azhar, was pronounced a global terrorist by the United Nations. That was a major victory, not just for India, but for the entire world, really. So, this pitch that the Prime Minister has today, or recent last two days, taken in Maldives and in Sri Lanka, 
this only emphasizes the need to keep up the pressure. You know, we cannot now become complacent and say, well, all is well, or chalta hai kind of thing. It won't do. Now, the United States has made a statement saying that they have finished with the Islamic State. You know, they have destroyed them all. But that's not true, because recent attacks in Sri Lanka have shown that the Islamic State, which had taken responsibility for these attacks, is very much alive. Today, terrorism is not confined to a geographical region. Today, terrorists operate on the Internet, so it's much more dangerous, and therefore, the Prime Minister's emphasis on this issue. Ambassador Tripathi, we also see that even though the PM didn't mention Pakistan, but in the South Asian region, when it comes to India, or let's say globally today, Pakistan is known as the hub of terrorism. This is the place where the jihadi movement is very active. And despite the Prime Minister Imran Khan coming up and saying he will do something, we don't see much of a difference under Imran Khan also. Do you feel that as India now goes forward and emphasizes a neighborhood first policy and that we see in the visit to the Maldives and Sri Lanka, one of the troublesome neighbor is Pakistan also. How do you see India then balancing this out that at one point we want to push forward a positive, a strong neighborhood first policy, but you also have a trouble spot like Pakistan to deal with? You see, Pakistan falls into a different category altogether. We had this organization called SARC, but it could not move forward because of Pakistan's shenanigans and obstructions that they raised in SARC on various issues. But I have to say that the Prime Minister has done a very clever thing. He has shifted the emphasis from SARC to Beanstech. The countries of Beanstech are also in our neighborhood, but they exclude Pakistan. And so, for a time being, it is important to isolate a country which has not just born and bred terrorism, but is actively nurturing it. We know that the army and the intelligence agencies of Pakistan are like the Maibab of these terrorists, you see. The Taliban is their creation. People like Hafiz Saeed are openly going about promoting terror. Masood Azhar even though he's been branded a global terrorist, is uh, all over the place. Although his accounts have been frozen, I believe. But still, so it's very important to carry on with the neighborhood first policy, but also give a signal, a signal which is a warning to a neighbor which is not mending its ways. Ambassador Tripathi, we also saw that the Prime Minister yesterday in the Maldives he was conferred the highest honor by Maldives, which is the rule of Nishan Izzuddin. This is a great honor which has been given to the Prime Minister in recognition for many of his contributions in the region and globally today. How do you see the fact that Maldives and India, till recently we saw that there was some tension owing to the fact that China was getting very aggressive, China was also trying very hard to get a foothold in the Maldives. Do you feel that now with the Prime Minister's bilateral visit to the Maldives, Maldives has also come forward, they have conferred on the PM the highest honor that the country gives to a leader. Do you feel that the India-Maldives equation is back to where it used to be before the China factor became quite significant in the India-Maldives relationship? Absolutely, quite right. The two countries used to be very close. Then elections took place and the dispensation which came into power was not very favorable towards India. China took advantage of that 
and tried to increase its stranglehold on Maldives. It also started some projects under its BRI scheme, Belt and Road Initiative as they call it. But all these, once again, they've had elections. Once again, the dispensation which has come into power is pro-India. In fact, their slogan today is India first. So that's very heartwarming. And in this context comes the award which they have given to our Prime Minister. It is a symbol of the regard and the respect they have not just for the Prime Minister but also for the country because the Prime Minister is a symbolic head of the country. So in that sense, this award is really significant. Ambassador Tripathi, we see that the Prime Minister is the first foreign leader to visit Sri Lanka since the Easter terrorist attacks took place in April. India and Sri Lanka have traditionally been very close partners in various sectors. How do you see the India-Sri Lanka relationship going forward? And this is the PM's third visit in four years. And statement that he issued when he landed in Sri Lanka, he expressed a lot of warmth at being back in Sri Lanka. How do you view this relationship going forward? You see, with Sri Lanka, we have very special relations. We are close ethnically, culturally, historically, religion-wise also. So it is like a brotherly relationship. And it has gone through some ups and downs. But by and large, the two countries have been very close. Secondly, Sri Lanka is important for us because it is situated in the Indian Ocean. It is one of our biggest trading partners in the region. And for our strategic interest in the Indian Ocean, this island becomes extremely important. So it is for us to maintain a close relationship. Also, as you know, China is increasing its footprints in Sri Lanka also. So we have to be wary. We don't need to be paranoid, but we need to be wary because this region is the one where India's influence was the greatest. And in order for us to raise our profile once again in this region, we have to take certain steps. And the PM's visits to these two neighbors is a step in the right direction. Ambassador Tripathi, as you yourself pointed out that in Sri Lanka also, and we talked about the Maldives first, the China factor plays out in the background. We've also seen that as India in the recent years has gone forward and pushed for a neighborhood-first policy, we've also seen China getting quite active in the neighborhood, whether it's Nepal, it's Bangladesh, Sri Lanka and the Maldives, as we have discussed. Do you feel that the cultural, historical ties which India shares with its neighboring countries, for example, as you pointed out, India and Sri Lanka have for a very long time shared this special bond. Do you feel that this is strong enough to counter any influence which the Chinese investments and the money brings in? Well, this is certainly an advantage. But we cannot rest on, on our laurels, as they say. We can't just say that this advantage is there. It will be forever. It is a big advantage. But we have to buttress this with economic activity because our region is a growing region. We are all developing countries and India is the foremost country with the biggest economy, you see. So that is why the Prime Minister has also emphasized Sabka Saath, Sabka Vikas, Sabka Vishwas, he has added that. So it is not just a slogan that he has given for the country, but this is a slogan that also is applicable to the region. And you know, you can have Sabka Vikas or you can have growth for everyone only if we all cooperate together, which is Sabka Saath, and also if there is trust between the countries, which we have to build now.
Ambassador Tripathi, if we look at India's foreign policy and if we, we can do a continuation of the fact that the Prime Minister has been re-elected, this is his second term and we are seeing a continuation in this visit of the emphasis that has come on the South Asian region. As you mentioned, there has also been an emphasis on Binstek. Do you feel that SARC, maybe because of the presence of Pakistan today, is likely to get less emphasis and BIMSTEC in the coming time is going to get more emphasis despite the fact that maybe the immediate neighborhood is more concentrated in SARC than BIMSTEC? I do think so because although there are some committees in SARC which are doing quite well and there is cooperation in the weather forecasting and in certain other technological fields but on the whole SARC has not taken off the way it should have and that is why we need to concentrate now on a region which we feel has the potential to take off and that region is the Beamstech region. Ambassador Tripathi, going forward, how do you assess India's relationship in the coming years or how do you see the policy playing out basically? When, when we see that the Prime Minister has set the agenda very clear by his visit to the Maldives and to Sri Lanka, he's kind of put it in writing that India is going to first emphasize on the neighborhood and then we have the look east policy but how do you assess this neighborhood first policy in the coming say the next two to three years over these last few years india's global profile has gone up we all know that and the neighbors also begin to look up to india for various things for technological support for security support for economic development and india being the biggest country in this region will have to play a certain role and that is a role which our, I think our Prime Minister's vision is quite clear about the role that India needs to play. He has recently given yet another slogan called Sagar. You must have heard of this. It specifies security and growth for all in the region. So the emphasis is on security and on growth. And these are the two elements that we will have to focus on if we want this region to really do well. And in the coming days, we will continue our discussions on India's relationship with its neighborhood, especially countries like Sri Lanka and the Maldives. For today, we end the discussion. Thank you. Thank you. You were listening to a discussion on significance of Prime Minister's visit to Sri Lanka. The participants were Shashi Ubantripathi, former diplomat, and Simran Sodhi, journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio, this program is also available on our website newsonair.nic.in. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at gmail.com.